Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Wednesday is Prince Spaghetti Day, or as I like to call it, the Fantasy Sports Day. Now, you know what? I, I'm going to give full disclosure because I like to tell the people what really happens, what goes on behind the scenes. We did a show. We taped it. We put it in the bed. And as we're looking at the screen of breaking news, all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers has COVID. <laughs> Show's blown up, so we're doing it all over again. We got the two experts here, Damian Sassauer, Rich Truman. We've got so much between now with Aaron Rodgers. We've got injuries all over the place. Damian, what happens? I mean, Devontae Adams owners just can't catch a break. First he's out last week, and now they just lost their quarterback. And I got to believe, you know, this could very easily spread to Aaron Jones. So if you own anybody on Green Bay, the red light is certainly on, Michael. What What do you do now? I mean, it's like, it's like what Damian was saying, Rich. You might have to back up the backup. Well, Jordan Love was their number one draft choice, controversial, when they traded up to get him, which annoyed uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he did get some work in the preseason. They're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he a viable option if you're desperate? Yeah, if you're desperate, you're going to have to do something. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, this is big. Uh, this is which brings up not only about quarterbacks on on with Green Bay, but the entire Green Bay Packers team. And I'm wondering where did this latest COVID virus come from? Well, I mean, look, if you look at what the secret to success was last week for Green Bay against uh, knocking off the undefeated Arizona Cardinals, it was keeping it on the ground. It was ground and pound. It was basically clock consuming. And so, you know, if, if Jordan Love can indeed run that offense in a similar fashion, we saw something similar with the New York Jets last week, right? I mean, Mike White staying within the offense, passing down, checking down to the running back. You know, we might need to see more of the same from Green Bay, but that Aaron Rodgers loss is going to send people scrambling for sure. Now, of course, we, we want Aaron Rodgers to get well, and that, that goes without saying. Uh, desperate, uh, speaking of which, if you have Jameis Winston, <laughs> like I do, you're in big trouble because he is out now for the season. Uh, and if you are trying to get Taysom Hill, maybe you got a shot there, Rich. Well, not in our league, Michael, because I picked him up two weeks ago. <laughs> I was, you know, I dropped one of my backup running backs and thought which guy might have upside if someone to get hurt. I was pretty set at quarterback because I had Rodgers, which obviously I don't have him this week, and Lamar Jackson. So I just picked up Taysom Hill just in case I needed him down the line. And looks like both stories are coming together at the same time. Taysom Hill was a very good fantasy player last year when he filled in for Breeze. Not a great quarterback, but fantasy-wise... He was always, you know, rushing the ball 50, 60 yards, getting a yeah. goal line carries. So he is a viable quarterback if you need one. The question is, uh, what do you do with Kamara? It was also announced that Michael Thomas is out for the year. So that's another intriguing plot in New Orleans offense. 
Damian, what, what do you do with that offense? Well, I mean, look, you know, Taysom Hill had a big game against Atlanta last year. I, you know, you probably can expect more of the same this year. What's interesting to me is the uh, the Mark Ingram pickup, you know, because, you know, Sean Payton certainly knows how to call an offense. And, you know, bringing Ingram back and maybe having him spell Kamara, that might take a little bit away from Kamara. You know, Kamara has not been catching a lot of balls this year. So, you know, maybe having uh, Ingram in there, especially at the goal line, is going to take a little bit of credence away from him. But you're right. I mean, who's Taysom Hill throwing the ball to? I mean, Michael Thomas is not coming back this year. And, you know, Mark has Callaway and some of the others there have really underperformed, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, are you looking at uh, any running backs out there that just say, boom? I like uh, Miles Gaskin this week. Uh, they're playing Houston. Miami's offense has uh, perked up a little. I expect the Dolphins to have a, a decent-sized lead and try to run the ball, so I like him. I also like um, Damian Harris. I think these stats might surprise you. The last three games, 18 carries, 101, and a touchdown against Dallas. 14-106-2 and two against the Jets. 23 and 80 uh, for one against the Chargers. So the the criticism in years past was that you can't have a Patriot running back because Bill Belichick is a wild card. But they seem like they're pretty much honed in on Damian Harris. And if he stays healthy, I think he's a pretty consistent running back to have. A, definitely a running back, too. Yeah, my client, uh, fantasy football strategist Chad Minnick, loves Taylor against the Jets this week in the running back position. But I like Najee Harris versus Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Najee's looked really, really good. I think he's carrying that team. You know, Pittsburgh's not a bad team. The offensive line is coming around. And another guy you got to obviously watch out for is going to have a big week is probably Delvin Cook at Baltimore. What about Adrian Peterson, everybody? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no one wants to talk about the Henry injury. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, hurts. it just hurts so good. Uh, oh, you? You're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, he's a viable option now because of what happened with Derrick Henry. That was another injury that caught us all off guard, Rich. Yeah, I mean, he obviously is the number one running back in fantasy by far. Nobody close. You know, everybody said, hey, how can he keep it up? He gets too many carries. He gets too many carries. He was chugging along, and obviously the injury bug hit him. But I have to have a feeling they're not going to – they're going to split the carries, I would think. Adrian Peterson, uh, they signed him. He's going to get some carries. It's not going to be 90% one guy. Um, So I think it's going to be a split backfield. So I think the running back position out of uh, Tennessee is not going to be as valuable as it once was. Yeah, McNichols is the hot pickup this week. You know, drafted in 2017 by the Bucks in the fifth round, I think at a Boise State, you know, (laughs) Boise State. So, you know, I mean, those are the two guys who I think are going to be splitting the duties in uh, Tennessee's backfield. But for me, that just means that it's going to be uh, it's going to be Tannehill. It's going to be more passing. We need to see Julio Jones get healthy there. But A.J. Brown, I mean, soft circle him on your uh, on your ballots this week, boys. He's going to have a game. Carlos Hyde is rolling over in his grave. Now, I'm <laughs> laughing about that, but you know what? Because James Robinson with Jacksonville, yeah. he's got a heel injury. Uh, now, <laughs> Carlos Hyde might be in play, guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Carlos Hyde is definitely going to fill in. I mean, that, that's assuming Robinson doesn't play, right? But, right. yeah, you know, I mean, the, th- the thing about Jacksonville is they do have – Sort of another tough matchup here, right? I mean, so, you know, they're playing the Bills. Um, you know, the Bills should roll them. I think they're 14.5-point favorites this week. So, you know, good luck to Jacksonville. Good luck to that running game. Well, in fantasy-wise, we all expect Buffalo to put a whooping on on Jacksonville. But here's a guy I'm going to give you that could be a sleeper in the wide receiver if you're desperate, is Jamal Agnew. He's been lining out of the slot last week, 12 targets, 6 receptions, including a touchdown. Uh, the prior two games before that, six and seven targets. Jackson was going to have to throw the ball to keep up. 
I think if you need a sleeper wide receiver, he might be somebody you might want to target. Yeah, my sleeper receiver's on the other side of the uh, field in that one. I like Cole Beasley in Buffalo. I know that Buffalo should, you know, have a big day. They, they're going to try and keep it on the ground. Rich, I know you like Zach Moss, but I still think Cole Beasley has a role there. Speaking of sneaky pickups, I like Michael Carter with the New York Jets who just defeated the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals and destroyed a lot of Survivor teams. Uh, to give you an idea, by the way, uh, the Survivor team I'm in with the league, there were about 156 people left. And then this week, there's 64. Wow. So they destroyed about 90 teams because of that surprise win by the Jets. So, hey, it's like... You know, it's the old saying, we don't care if you win or lose in fantasy, just give me some points. And so far, the New York Jets seem to be doing that. At least for the interim, right? I mean, look, you know, that was an unbelievable, I mean, world-beating type of effort by Mike White. But, you know, look, you know, I mean, the Jets are still, you know, the doormat of the NFL. I hate to say it. I'm a Jet fan. And so, you know, it's going to be very difficult for them, I think, to for, for lightning to strike twice. But, you know, just shifting back to to um, to what, you know, you were saying about Buffalo Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, look, Buffalo should roll. If you're talking Survivor, though, I kind of like Miami. You know, Houston at Miami this week. Mm-hmm. The Miami Dolphins are six-and-a-half-point favorites if you have exhausted Buffalo, if you've exhausted the, the Colts, who are again playing the Jets this week, you may want to look to the Dolphins here. By the way, if you're looking for any tight end help, which we haven't had this season, anybody out there that strikes your fancy, Rich? You know, Kyle Pitts has been red hot for Atlanta. Not that he's a sleeper pick, but uh, with Calvin Ridley taking a leave of absence, uh, I expect Kyle Pitts to get a lot of uh, more targets the last couple of games. Nine targets against Washington, 10 against the Jets, eight against Miami, six against Carolina. So with Ridley out, you know, Patterson and Kyle Pitts, I think, are definitely hot plays still in Atlanta. Yeah, sure. And Darren Waller's no sleeper here. But, you know, if he can come back from this injury, the rigs, re- uh, the, I'm sorry, the rugs release uh, means more targets for him, for Renfro, for Brian Edwards even. The Raiders are 5-2, and two, alone in first place in the West. So, yeah, you know, um, and this this in spite of Gruden's dismissal. So, you know, I mean, you know, they've got something to play for. And uh, and Waller should, should benefit from that. And if Noah Font is healthy, they're playing the Cowboys. Uh, the Broncos, I should say, are playing the Cowboys. Cowboys have been putting a lot of points up on the board. He could be someone who could get some a lot of targets also. Four teams on the bye this week, including Tampa Bay, Washington, and, uh, of course, Detroit's on the bye, but they've been playing like they've been on the bye the whole dang on season. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Yes, you say I that. But they have, Goff can't hear you. They, you say that, but they got two of the better fantasy guys in, in, uh, in football, with Swift at the running back and Hawkinson at tight end. So, you know, their defense obviously has given up a lot of points, so they have two really good fantasy uh, options. If you, if you, So I wouldn't... Would make fun so much of your beloved Lions, Michael. Yeah, well, you know, it's how many two more than the Jets. Won? Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> so, it's, but you're right about especially T.J. Hawkinson in the game when they played uh, with the Eagles uh, the, in Week Eight. Yeah, they got destroyed, but Hawkinson was getting the ball, and he's the first in the checkdown. So that's not a bad option. It's like what we were saying earlier. You don't care if the team wins or lose. You want to make sure you get the points, and Hawkinson can get you the points. Hey. You know what? With Damian Sassauer and Rich Truman here, it's like coming up in a golden stagecoach because they are the experts involved in this league, and I'm that dude that's sitting on top 
trying to like make sure which direction we're going because I don't know what the heck I'm doing half the time, as you can see by my four and four team. Anyhow, enjoy the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, Fantasy Sports Edition. We're here Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, and you can catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.